0: This edition of The Sleepover is brought to you by my big fucking toe. Enjoy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Bedroom Studios. This time on The Sleepover, we have the doomsayer himself. Colt McCormick, Colt. How are you doing, friend?
1: Well, hello, darling. How are oh, you today?
0: I'm just—I have the vapors, sir. But I swear I'm doing good.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. That's good yeah, to hear.
0: Absolutely. How about you? Everything going okay your way? Woo.
1: I'm a little tired because I've been at the lake today. So yeah, I'm pretty wore out. But I think I'll make it.
0: Hey oh yeah, dude, I wish I could go to the lake, but uh no time today. No time today. But uh
1: <laughs> No, so no there's no, a constant it's, working man.
0: Hell no, man. I oh, always got some shit to you do. Know, I got my fingers in something. There's my butt or somewhere else. So
1: Well, you do make a very
0: valid point. Ah yes, ah, you know me. <laughs> You've been to my house. You've seen what that I do. That's true. That is true. So, that is true. So tell everyone who's listening. Who is Colt McCormick? What bands do we know you from?
1: Uh, Let's see. Mostly just Thothamon uh, because the current band I'm in, Parlang Bois, is still relatively new, and we've only done like two shows since we've been together. But, um, yeah, most anybody would probably know me from Thothamon or just – going to shows at the local scene, so.
0: Word, word. And you are a vocalist guitar player. Do you do, do you do anything else besides vocals and guitar? I could
1: probably attempt to play bass if I really, really wanted to, but I I, I like six strings, and wow. I half ass try to sing, so I just do what I can do.
0: Word, right. What, what did you do in Thothamon? Tell everybody. For some odd
1: reason, you cut out. What were you saying?
0: <laughs> I said, and uh, tell everyone what you what, what you were to thought them on.
1: Uh, the founder, the guitarist and vocalist, songwriter, uh, jack of all trades, master of none.
0: Right pretty on. much. I assume the same is <laughs> true for paralingua, right?
1: <laughs> uh yeah, pretty much. Right I just get with hair my ass and decide to start a band and it's like, well, I've got these songs in mind. So kind of go from there and then find guys. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you don't.
0: Right. It can get hard sometimes trying to find people to play, like either they don't have the time or don't have the t- talent or don't have the tech.
1: Well, and see, I was talking to a guy, uh, actually I was talking to Tim Boykin yesterday. I ran into him and, uh, me and him were talking and it was like years ago, actually not even that long ago, maybe five, six years ago, you could throw a rock in any general direction and you could find someone wanting to be in a band nowadays. Nope. You ain't getting anything. It's just like everybody's either burnt out on being in bands or already in bands.
0: Right. We know how that is. (laughs) Oh yeah. Dry dry spell. (laughs) So who are your influences? Who got you started? What, 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 what artists inspired you to become a musician?
1: Um, well, believe it or not, the, uh, the actual inspiration to pick up a guitar actually come from uh, John Schaefer of Iced Earth. Oh, ah. Yeah, back in my teenage years, uh, like I knew Metallica, Maiden, Priest, and all that other kind of stuff, you know, that everybody knows about if you're into metal. But for some odd reason, Ice Earth just stuck out like a sore thumb, and just John Schaefer's just playing style—just nobody could pick like he could. I mean, like he galloped like a motherfucker. No one could gallop like he could, and no one could gallop as fast as he could. I haven't seen anybody do it yet.
0: Yeah, they have. I Earth has always had the tightest rhythm section ever.
1: Oh dear God, yes. And the thing is, John Schaefer is the only constant in that band.
0: Yes. Thank goodness for that.
1: Yeah, I couldn't imagine anybody else writing iced earth material other than John Schaefer.
0: No, I don't think it's possible.
1: No, and then like you know, it a lot of the I have a love for E flat tuning. That came from Iced Earth. But uh some of the like riff structures that I use come from Iced Earth, and then you know, of course, you have like Tony Iommi, Randy Rhodes. Um, uh, but and this is going to shock people, it could. I actually prefer Jakey e. Lee to Randy Rhodes. Oh, yes, I love Randy to death, but Jakey e. Lee whew, is such a damn good guitar player. <laughs>
0: Andy, though, he's amazing. And he did some of the big, some of the big, biggest hit songs he had too.
1: Yeah, and uh, if you go watch like any of the uh, instructional videos that he'll show you, like how to play some of his stuff, you're just like, how? Why?
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> mind-boggling. I bet you can't play this.
1: And, and most of the time, it's like, yeah, you're right. I can't. My fingers don't stretch like that.
0: <laughs> when did you first get started in music? When did you first pick up a guitar or yodel a line?
1: Uh, I actually started playing guitar when I was 15. Uh, my parents got me a guitar out of a pawn shop for my birthday. And, uh, so I just started teaching myself from then on. You know, I wound up and started going to college at UAB in Birmingham. And... I just got the wild itch. It's like, hey, maybe I should form a band. So I put an ad out and got a couple of guys and formed Thothamon.
0: Wow, that was the first band you you ever started.
1: Yep, that was the first one. Wow,
0: and yeah. Thothamon was formed. And Thothamon was formed in what year?
1: Uh, two thousand ten. Ten. Wow. We, uh, yeah, the original incarnation <laughs> was me on uh, vocals and guitar, Max Ryan on guitar, John Bella on bass, and then Bobby Ungerbueller on drums. Wow. Yeah, that was the original incarnation. It really didn't last that long. Uh, that's when it started the rotating door of band members.
0: wow yep all about that
1: (laughs) john bella stayed in the band the longest out of the originals that came through and then uh for a while we had rick Niblett uh playing drums for us he was actually on the ep with myself and brandon mullins and um Saeed Lopez was in Thothamon for a good little while. He did uh, a good bit of shows with us when we uh, played religiously throughout Birmingham. Uh, But, yeah, when Rick and Brandon joined the band, that was the steady lineup. Rick left, and then that's when you joined. Yes. That's when you
0: took over beating the hell out of drums. <clears throat> and I was already in like three other bands at that point. Yeah, but that's nothing <laughs> new to you. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> that's just another day at the office for Josh. Hi. Right. <laughs> so we know that your first show was, was definitely with Thothamon, right? So uh, can you tell us about your first show you ever played? And after that, tell us what is the most memorable show you had or your favorite show you've ever played?
1: Oh, the first show we ever played was nerve-wracking as hell because that was my first show that I ever played. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just tried to pretend, and I failed miserably. Oh, no. Yeah, most of the lyrics I forgot. I was still getting used to the fact of playing guitar and singing at the same time. Uh, Yeah, it was a train wreck from hell. Mm. But after... You know, months of practice and trying to get a better grip on it, things eventually got better. Uh, I would say, and this this is a funny little tidbit. I don't care what anybody says. Probably the moment that I would say was most memorable was when we did the, I do believe it was the first Dirty South Death Fest. In Birmingham, we actually had Goat Whore as the main headlining band. Well, things got messed up with the, the time slots with the bands. Well, we decided we would go on last, and Goat Whore played before us. So, therefore, Goat Whore opened for Thothamon.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, but, yeah, that actually happened. Goat Whore oh. opened for Thothmon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's like the uh, that's like a Danzig opening for the Northside Kings and then getting his ass knocked out. But uh, hopefully nobody from Goat Whore knocked any of you guys out.
1: No, they actually seemed like they enjoyed our set. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: fucking awesome. So yeah. if there was a band, and any band in the world, who had a member that suddenly called it quits and you were pegged as their replacement. What band would that be? And what position would you be taking? Uh,
1: That's a tough one. Hmm. Honestly, I would have to go with uh, Dave Chandler playing guitar for St. Vitus just because I'm a huge St. Vitus fan. And uh, a lot of the stuff I do now as opposed to when I was younger, kind of like modeled after Dave Chandler. Hmm. So I tried to Come aim up. for that, that just thick, heavy guitar tone. And so I'd go with St. Vitus, Dave
0: Chandler. Right on. Hey, it's a good choice. If I'm not mistaken, didn't Thothamon cover a uh, St. Vitus track on the Prophets of Doom?
1: Oh, yeah. And you know you played it live too.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I might have rushed it a little bit.
1: Nah, you're right. But uh, yeah, we did Born Too Late. Awesome cover. Oh, good God. Yes. I love playing that damn song. It never gets old. It doesn't. I actually need to refresh my chops on that. I haven't played it. In, it feels like years.
0: Yeah, I feel like I should too. I love playing that song. So let's let's talk about a dream tour. If you could pick any four bands—Living Dead, Past, Present, Defunct, Active—any four bands in history to play a show, who would they be?
1: Let's say four bands to play a show. Um, we're going to go with uh, Tony Martin era Sabbath. Mm. Okay. Tony, my favorite Sabbath vocalist, right? Uh, Let's see. St. Vitus. It could be either um, Scott Riggers or Wano. Doesn't matter who's fronting it because both versions of the band are fucking fantastic. Uh, let's see. Ooh, two down. Two to go. Eee. Um, We'll throw a, like a Dark Throne Mark II. Ooh. Not Dark Throne. Mark one, because Mark one was the death metal era, you know, with all the clicky drums and you know, we don't want that.
0: Yeah. Their very so, first album.
1: Yeah. We're going to go with Mark two era, dark throne. And, uh, just because of the simple fact, I've never seen them live. We're going to add slow fag on that bill. Oh, dude, have you, dude, I was about to say, have you
0: heard the new album? I might have it already. Um, uh- <laughs>
1: Dude, it's fantastic. I just checked it out today because I totally forgot that it came out. Uh, <clears throat> I think it was last week. And uh, I just happened to see it on Bandcamp. And I was like, ooh, yay, new slow fast. Mm-hmm. Dude, oh Dude.
0: Dude, I've been hitting up every forum on the internet waiting, trying to find out when that album was coming out. Because they <laughs> haven't said anything about it. And then I just happened to spot it the other night. And I was like, oh, got to have. Yeah, that was me. I was in the
1: gym just looking for something to listen to while I worked out. And I was like, new slow fig? What 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 is this? And uh, <laughs> I listened to the new track, the single they released for it, and oh my god, it was great. And then I totally spaced and forgot that the album had come out. And then I saw it today and I was just like, holy shit, yes. Mm-hmm. And dude, it was so good. <laughs>
0: Yes, you and I may be the two biggest Slough Egg fans or
1: Yeah, I know, and they'll never tour anywhere down here more than likely.
0: Boo! Yeah,
1: if we if we won't see it, we'll have to travel either up north
0: or out west. All right. I don't know, that might be something to look into one day. So, what else do you do besides music? You got any other hobbies, anything pastimes to pass the time?
1: Uh... Well, I work a full time job. Uh, sometimes it's more than full time, which you know all about that, Right Mister. I work sixty three hours a week.
0: Is <laughs> that a hobby?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if it brings money in to supply hobbies, and I mean, if as long as you don't hate your job, I no. mean, it could be a hobby.
0: That's but
1: true. Uh, <clears throat> I, do, I do like to read a lot. Uh, here lately, I've gotten into painting. Uh, it really ain't worth a shit, but if I'm not trying to make music, at least that kind of gets the artistic expression out. And, uh, but for the most part, like I get off work, i come home or I'll go to the gym and most of the time I'll just come home and hang out with my wife. So I do enjoy doing that. I mean, I guess you could consider it a hobby.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not that very exciting of a individual, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> all good, all good in the hood, homie. So tell us, uh what what are your plans coming up in music? Uh you got any, any shows lined up, any gigs, any albums or EPs or singles coming out? Uh
1: Well, there is a secret, but I can't divulge anything yet. Aw. So yeah, uh, but I'm pretty sure when certain circles find out about it, they'll, they'll be excited. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, Parling was kind of on the brakes right now. Drummers healing from a uh, torn rotator cuff surgery. So, but uh, yeah, other than that, nothing set in stone yet, <laughs> unfortunately.
0: Well, we're going to have, to have you back so you can tell us about the little secret
1: set in stone and but now uh, there's nothing set in stone it's just kind of up in the air up in the ether we'll see what happens
0: <clears throat> right on so where can people find you or uh, all the musical participations you took place for or took part in are you on social media anywhere or any other websites
1: uh I'm pretty sure the Thothamon Facebook page is still up and going, <laughs> but uh, I, haven't, I haven't checked it in forever and a day. Uh, Parlingua is on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we, um, the Thothamon EP, Prophets of Doom, it, it's on Bandcamp. Uh, you can search for it. The Parlangua EP, Night Terrors, is on Bandcamp. Uh, and uh, there's actually um, one more project that I did that I failed to mention earlier uh, nope. it's a project I did called Kadathian. Kadathian and yes and all it is I did it here at my house and I actually recorded it on a recorder on my cell phone but all I did was plug my guitar into an amp run through pedals and I just systematically turned them on one at a time or in certain combinations and just made noise.
0: <laughs> wow. So,
1: but, but it turned out actually sounding not too bad. It's very lo-fi, even on where, cell phone.
0: So where can we find this?
1: <laughs> That's also on Bandcamp. And it's called what? Uh, Kadathian. You know, yes. H- uh, are you familiar with HP Lovecraft?
0: A little bit, a little bit.
1: Uh, His story, The Dreams of Unknown Kadath.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Kadathian. That's okay. where it comes from. All it's right. purely like H.P. Lovecraft inspired stuff.
0: Awesome. I'm going to go there and check that out so they can know this. <laughs> well,
1: I hope you enjoy it.
0: Well, I will let you know for sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Colt McCormick. We've uh, enjoyed the sleepover with you, Colt. We can't wait to find out what this big secret well, you got I- is.
1: Well, the secret will come out in due time. In ah. due time.
0: All right. Well, for Colt, that's this episode of The Sleepover on Bedroom Studios. Good night and goodbye, everybody. Later.